I'm Danielle. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to Snacks with Stein. Let's do it. And welcome to another Casual Friday episode of Stacks with Stein, where we don't have an outline, and it's very much like whose line is it anyway, where we give out points, but they don't matter. That's Pretty much. what this episode is. I'm Danielle, and Christy is in Colorado, as usual, Howdy. where there is a lot of snow. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's not really picked up yet, so usually the way that the snowstorms work is... Um, You've got the Rocky Mountains that go down pretty much the center of the state. So if the storm is going from west to east, it kind of uses those mountains as like a speed bump, right? And it breaks up the storm and you're not going to get as much snow. But if the storm is coming from south to north or from east to west, where there's nothing to break it up, you're going to get a crap ton of snow. So right now, the storm is shifting from south to north. And once that happens, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to drop quite a bit of snow. I, I'm guessing Got at it. my house, <laughs> I mean, we could get two feet. Wow. We have before. That's a lot. You're going to really worried. the poor corgi in the snow. Don't let her outside. <laughs> you have to like shovel her an area. To go like a path in an area. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The shorts. (laughs) Yep. You shovel a path to an area. That's the potty place. I love it. That's so cute. So today I had posted in our newly formed group on in on Facebook about covering these silly things I found on the watchmojo.com YouTube account. They're silly. They basically just do a lot of rankings, like for tons of things, like top 10 things 90s kids were afraid of, top 10 creepiest haunted houses, top 10 whatever. Like that's really just what they do. It's just a lot of rankings. And then they're fun. They're, fun. they're like, you know, 15 minute little shows. It's like if you're bored, they're fun to watch. But I had noticed that they did a couple about Goosebumps and also Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I was like, oh, these are interesting. And so I started watching some. And one I found that was good was the top 10 brutal fates worse than death on Goosebumps. So this is not how you – well, no one really – not a lot of people die in Goosebumps. There are deaths in Goosebumps. But normally – the protagonist learns something or there's a tragedy along the way, but no one actually like dies, right? So this is just your fate worse than death on Goosebumps. And I found that interesting because there are a lot of weird things that happen (laughs) to the kids and the people in these books. And sometimes you're left going like, huh, that is bizarre. (laughs) So it was an interesting thing to think about because – We've gone through a lot of Goosebumps books, but not a lot, a lot. And the what Watch Mojo did was actually go over the the television episodes. And right. if you watch the whole ep- the whole show ep- the episodes of the show, some of the endings and various things did change from the book to the show, which I never understood why. But a few times it happened, 
And there's a couple in this list that are different. So that's the other thing to remember too, is that what they covered is the show, not the books. And I know Christy hasn't watched the show, but she still watched the countdown and has her her opinions too. But we so I do think about this. Yeah. (laughs) She has notes. I have notes. Like your surprise. Like your surprise. And it's not all like derisive either. Quick shout out to Andrew, who is the author of this little compilation uh, at yes. Watch Mojo. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for remembering to shout out Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Um, they're fun. So yeah, I figure we'll just kind of go through their list and then we can espouse on if we think that the ranking is correct and if there are other ones we want to interject and again there are so many freaking episodes and so many books that this list would go on for a million years so 10 is very small to me in the list and this in the a number of of fates it's a very small list over a lot of different things that could happen so this is like a tiny piece of the of the goosebumps puzzle but yeah so Going through theirs, <clears throat> number 10 was the Cuckoo Clock of Doom, mm-hmm. which we covered not too long ago. Yep. And that is essentially you're trapped in time, right? He was stuck. He was going backwards. He's – is it a time loop? Kind of. Kind of a time loop, sort of. It's like a Benjamin Button he's, kind of a thing. Yeah. He's Benjamin Buttoning himself and will eventually become a baby. But what they touch on – mainly in their little clip is the fact that Tara, the sister doesn't exist and he chooses not to reset things to get her back. Right. So Tara is gone. Um, so that's sort of what they were touching on. And also just the fact that you're like slipping backwards in time. Number nine, we wait, haven't wait. covered this one. Oh. Back up. I have thoughts. I have mm-hmm. thoughts about each one of these. So just are we be going prepared. through thoughts? Or are we going through the list first and then thoughts? Oh well, that's up to you. You're driving. What would you like to do? <laughs> I guess we'll go list first and then thoughts. Okay, go. We'll go through their lists. Okay. So number nine was click. We have not covered this, and I can't go through the whole plot with you. But basically, if you haven't watched this one, it's a magic remote, and this kid gets a magic remote. He's kind of a bratty kid. And it's he turns himself into like a warped reality. He's basically in a room. He messes with it when he shouldn't. There, he's he's warned not to use the remote. It has too much power. It's not a toy. He uses it to try to like mess with a bully. It turns back on himself, and he ends up trapped in like this room. And that is his fate. He is stuck there, and there is no way out for him. So that is number nine. Number eight is Bad Hair Day. That's one of my favorite books we have not covered yet because I don't have a freaking copy of it, which is my own fault. Bad Hair Day, you are turned into a magic show rabbit, which to me is pretty shitty. I wouldn't want to be a magic show rabbit. (laughs) And you learn that you are helping an evil magician. So that's number eight. Number seven, oh, I forgot the name of this one. Was this The House of No Return? Was that the one? I think so. Oh, yeah. No. The House of No Return, I think. Hold on. I'm sorry. Casual Friday Googling. (laughs) Casual Friday Googling. Yeah, I have many, many points on each one of these rankings. 
<laughs> We're going through it quick and then we'll go backwards. Okay. Yes. So House of No Return. Yes. House of No Return was number seven in their ranking. And that is a group of kids called what were they called? Danger Inc., which is so stupid. But it was very reminiscent Dan- of the um <laughs> the choose your own adventure one we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are called Danger Inc. If you want to join Danger Inc., you have to spend the night in a haunted house. And he gets he he does it. He wants to be in the haunted house. But what happens is he he meets a pair of ghosts, and these ghosts love children, which is creepy of and of itself. They love children, and they will not let him leave. But he's crafty and makes a deal. And what he does is he swaps himself for the rest of the kids. So he basically sells his, his little like bully friends to the ghosts. And now you live there forever and ever. And you will never leave until you become a ghost and join their ghost family. Because all they want is a family. Creepy. Number six is How I Got My Shrunken Head Part 2. We did part one, correct? Right? Yes, yes we, we did. did. Mm-hmm. Part two. And this one is kind of funny to me you're basically turned into a tiny pet like honey i shrunk the kids style you shrunk he shrinks they shrink you down into a little tiny like eh, and you live you live in a closet in this kid's closet like an ant farm that's essentially what happens in how that one number five is be careful what you wish for which we did cover and is one of my favorite books you get turned the not you not the protagonist but the enemy of the protagonist gets turned into a statue because she wishes for it to be admired and stared at all the time because she's up a half deal. <gasps> O-T-W. on the way. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. I need to know if like dad text is like, I'm in a ditch. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you pooping? <gasps> Patches. No. <gasps> No, he's on medicine. No, go on, Patch. <laughs> Sorry, we're having a moment. Okay, There's... goodbye. Okay. Take the dogs. Au <laughs> revoir. Go. Au revoir. Out. <laughs> Scram. Uganda. Out. Rosie, out. Okay, goodbye. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, Patch just had that, with you. that mass removed from his face, so he's been acting a little weird. Oh, is he okay? He is. It's. It, he looks a little like Franken patches, but um, no. He's on some medicine that's keeping him. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So that was number five. Number yep. four was let's get invisible. We haven't read that yet. Um, that's a popular one. You are replaced with an evil mirror clone of yourself and your real self is trapped inside a mirror forever and ever and ever. And the evil version of yourself is out in the world. <clears throat> Number three was an ant dominated world. That was, it was called, that one was called awesome ants. Sorry, my notes got messed up. Awesome ants was the episode. And you are in an ant dominated world. So this one had kind of a twist and Basically, you think you're like in a dream sequence that the ants took over, but then you realize, nope, the ants took over and you are being run by your ant overlords. And they're like ginormous, (laughs) 
ginormous, ginormous ants. Like, like think of them, like that movie the, from the 50s. Yes. <clears throat> Number two was Shocker on Shock Street, which is my probably like in my top five favorite books. And I enjoyed it's a good one. episode of the show too. And that one has a great twist in that you're you are the theme park guinea pig, right? You and your friend. You think you're going to a theme park and have a great time that your dad's been working on, and you're like, get to ride all the rides and test them out, and that's cool. Turns out you're basically a crash test dummy. You're a robot. You're not even a real person. You are a robot that was designed to help the make the rides and test the rides. And you, but you all this time. You thought you and your friend were real. <clears throat> and number one is Night of the Living Dummy part three, not part one, not part two, but part three, where you become a dummy. So our good friend Slappy turns the main protagonist in this one into a dummy. And that is their ranking. <clears throat> Do you agree? No. <laughs> Megan, I can back up my claims though. I've done extensive thought about the because my episode was shit. So I, I got I got to spend a little more time on this uh, this ranking one. I'd like to begin, um, because like I said, I and I told off off uh, off air. I told Danielle like I kind of messed up in the beginning, and I messed up the title and. I was a little confused because I was like, what a minute, brutal deaths, no one's dying, but it's actually brutal fates worse than death. But still, when you add the word brutal, like the definition of the word brutal is savagely violent. And yeah, when there's not a death involved, it's hard to be savagely violent. Um, so that was a little, that kind of threw me a little bit. I was expecting, I think, more. Um, but I think mm -hmm. it, a lot of it, it like boils down to like what uh, our boy Andrew finds scary, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> so um, when when we we see this as number ten, which is like cuckoo clock of of doom or whatever, and they are talking specifically about the sisters thing, right? She's she's basically she's winked out of existence. Um, and this, mm -hmm. for me, this doesn't classify as, as brutal or even a fate worse than death because, I mean, nothing happened to you. Like, not only, right. like, this is a, like the least painful way to go ever. Like, not only did nothing happen to you, but you aren't aware of anything because you didn't exist to have an opinion on whether or not you care that you didn't exist. Like it can't really be a mind fucked either because you never existed. Like you, you don't have to think about it. Uh, you're not really tortured either way. I don't really understand like how this made the list because I'm not saying that like, Aging reverse, like, that's worse for me because he's sentient, he's aware, he's got his memories. Um, but, like, this unmaking of the sister, 
I mean, it's yeah. like you said, like they rarely die in Goosebumps mm-hmm. books. So you've got this like fast, like library of fates worse than death to choose from. I'm just not sure why this made the list. Yeah. It's, it was kind of odd for me too. I mean, I'm glad it's number 10. If it's going to be on the list, I think 10 is where I should go. Um, right. If we're only working with this, right? I think 10 right. is its proper spot. It's, you know. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, the only, the consequence of aging in reverse is he was, you know, you're going to become a baby and then not exist, right? So it's the non-existence. I guess that's scary. It's like, oh my God, I'm going backwards and I can't stop it. If you don't exist, well, for him, that's what was scary. But but as far as the ranking was concerned, they were specifically pointing to her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her fate, which wasn't a You're fate right. at all because she didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Well, for her, there's that's no trauma because she she doesn't have a brain. Didn't exist. Like, <laughs> right. You know, so I was I was right. just kind of confused about that. <laughs> I also have this as number 10 because I feel like it shouldn't uh it shouldn't mm-hmm. be on the list. No, I don't think so either. <clears throat> right? And then the next one was Click. Click. I'm looking it up because I don't really remember reading that, but I may have. Um so yeah, so we haven't covered this one. I don't remember reading it. Now like I said, I've never seen this show. So I'm going like on most of these, I'm going absolutely off like what is um, said in the little clip, like, you know, what he's talking about. So it's like more of just a reaction to like the video, um, which we should post a link to, by the way. So this all makes yes, sense. Yes, I will. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So we didn't cover click. Um, but here's one that I think they actually underplayed because... This is what it says. Like, this is a brutal fate. My only problem mm-hmm. with it being on this list is that this is actually death. Because this kid will die. He will die yeah. alone in the dark as his body slowly eats itself and his organs <laughs> shut down. Like, there's yeah. no way for him to kill himself in this scenario he will simply die of dehydration. In, a, in the Just, void. Yeah, he's going to die like, in the void. thinking mm-hmm. about all he's left behind and all that could have mm-hmm. been. Um, you know, this is like being trapped underground for me. Like, this is a new fear unlocked. Um, mm-hmm. I, they, they way underplayed this because on one hand, I feel like it doesn't belong here because this is a death sentence, even though he's not... Yeah. Dying on camera, like he's gonna die. Um, mm-hmm. but but for me, I put this as oh, where did I put it? I put it as number eight. Okay. So you moved it up. I moved it up. I you feel like it's above it Cuckoo Clock. And I'll go back through my my final rankings, but I put it as as number eight for this one. Where'd you have it? I moved it. I I kept it where it was actually. Okay. Because I felt I'm trying to remember exactly, but I felt like he sort of deserved it for not listening. It's <laughs> for all the warnings, you know, mm-hmm. that were given to him. Um so it was sort of like, well, you kind of got what you asked for because 
the warnings were all over the place. You see this guy telling you every day, you know, don't do anything with it. It's not a toy, you know, and then you play with fire, you're going to get burned, right? Like, but the concept right. of being stuck in a void forever is very terrifying and terrible. And it is just sort of like, it is one of the, we don't see him die, but you know he does eventually. Right. right? Yeah. So I kept it where it was, but I could see it moving too, because I, but I kept it where it was. Yeah. And, uh, and I yeah, don't, from, just from I know they I say this is, like, but, <clears throat> go ahead. No, it's fine. Go ahead. No, no just only, I was just going to add like, yeah, from, from what I understood from the clip, the physics of his body did not change. He's not necessarily, I mean, I guess he could be in a dimension where food wasn't required, but that's not the feeling I got. I got the feeling of you're trapped mm-hmm. in this void. Um, you know, your remote um, can change like your reality, but the rules stay the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to remember because I'm on the I'm on the Goosebumps wiki while we're talking because I remember things. And that's why I haven't read it. It's an, it is a short story part of Tales to Give You Goosebumps, and I don't remember those oh, really gotcha. at all. Okay. I probably read them, but it is so not like a an, book that I remember. Like an it's anthology. Just an insert. It's an anthology, yeah, like a little short okay. stories. So it's a short one that's in there, which is always why it's surprising it got a TV episode because it's just a little you know blip in that book, but. Right. It did. So you can't like go buy click by itself. You have to buy tails to give yourself give you goosebumps. And there is, you know, there is some loose connection to the Adam Sandler movie called Click, but right. that is not a horror story at all. It's just him has this remote that is magic. That's pretty much the only connection there, right? It's a magic remote. Don't abuse the power of it, but Adam Sandler doesn't get stuck in a void <laughs> forever <laughs> and die <laughs> from using the remote so <clears throat> a little bit different <clears throat> so what did you say number eight was what was the that one number eight was bad hair day which is you get turned into the magician right rabbits. okay so i have yes i have thoughts so the this is another <laughs> one that we haven't covered um yes so I want just to, based completely them. off this clip in this video a uh, few things number one the sleeves on this guy are amazing like someone took the time <laughs> i enjoy these ruffles it's very like um conga like i i don't yeah. know like he's got yes. some real big sleeves right. uh, also fuck this guy and his rabbit <laughs> guillotine like what kind I of know. fucked up club has animal killing magic shows like <laughs> is there an underground market for people who pay to see this shit like what the hell um i know but like that extremely disturbing part of it aside um i think that my issue is that He's a rabbit, right? He's turned into a rabbit. They're, they're talking to each other. So mm-hmm. we know that he's self-aware. We know that he's retained yeah. his memories. He's alive in the rabbit. And that would be like disorienting and sad and lonely. Like you mm-hmm. have to leave kind of your life behind. But I think the more important part here is that as a rabbit, your life expectancy is much shorter. Like, I looked yeah. it up. So the average rabbit, the, it's 8 to 12 years of life. Okay. And since he's not transformed into a baby rabbit, 
we can assume that he's transformed into a rabbit at the same age that he currently is, which I'm guessing mm-hmm. is like 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's literally going to die at any moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, does that mean that like he's an old man rabbit? Like he has old man rabbit muscles and joints and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, could be. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, in this scenario, I assume he's being fed, right? Like, the dude wouldn't want him mm-hmm. to die from starvation. He'd want him to be in the act. No, because he needs so him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's getting fed. I feel like he's kind of a pet, even, you know. Um, so it's not quite as bad for me as, like, slowly starving to death in a dark void. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to move this one as well. Uh, it was number okay. eight in the countdown. In my order, it's number seven. So okay. it's still, in, it's in, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Only because of the disorienting nature and the sentience of it. Like there's still a bit of unknown yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I would. I put. Uh, yeah, I kept it where it was only because they. Ch- I'm not going to give away the book because I don't want to spoil that too. In case people haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. But there are some changes, so I was like, hmm, that I was like, okay. So that's why I kept it where I kept it. But I still think it's pretty bad. Like I would not want to be in that situation at all. It definitely deserves to be. I rank it above the void for me because I just like animal abuse and stuff is like a trigger for me. Right. So it's like I don't. I wouldn't want to be abused and be stuck as this horrible jerk off rabbit, <laughs> you know, well, for like I, my life. <laughs> so I ranked the void one down only because I don't feel like it belongs on this list because that's a death sentence. Yeah, it's a death sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a fate worse than death. You're going to die in the void at some point. <clears throat> okay. Exactly. House of No Return was number seven. I was so confused. Why? Um, I put, um, what? Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't know if our boy Andrew, who made this list, if he's, like, just super afraid of being alone forever because a lot of that's what's happening here um but it's not quite brutal okay for this this fate with the ghosts right like i'll play it's a mind fucked sort of um but i have so many questions like when they enter the house are they in another dimension i don't think so that's not the impression i ever got is it that they just can't leave the physical house? It's the door seals shut and they can't leave. Okay. Because so wouldn't your like, parents yeah. eventually like come looking for you there? <laughs> like could they come in and you be like, hey, what's up? So. <laughs> you would think so. Okay. You and even if you so. can't leave, like can you have visitors? Like is there DoorDash available? Do we have that? <laughs> like... These, These ghosts just want to love answering. you. And, yeah, they just want to love you. And your friends are there, so it's not like you're going to be mm-hmm. super bored. Like, But they're not friends, though. He wanted to be in their little stupid club, the danger club. And they kind of trick him into staying there. Yeah, so they're the not really his friends. friends. 
the three of them are friends, yeah. But the then right. you have the one who leaves is not their friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the fate that they're pointing to is the three that get trapped in the house. True. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've got your two best friends. You're with some like ghost parents that just want to love you. You could probably still get delivery. Like, is that worse than starving to death in the void? I don't know. Is it worse than being a rabbit where you could die any day? I guess I'm just, I'm, I, I feel like I am a lot cooler with being bored than the guy who put this list together. I think this guy <laughs> is terrified of being bored. Yeah. I think it's the idea of being, eventually you're going to just wither away and turn into a ghost there. You know? I mean, I guess. But, yeah. But like they make it I sound like, like you're going to be fed. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this one could move. I feel like we could swap on my list. I could actually swap Bad Hair Day and House of No Return and move House of No Return to eight and Bad Hair Day up to seven. See, and I I put House of No Return on as four. I have my reasons. I'll go through it. But you just said it it wasn't scary. You just said (laughs) it's not, but I have ranked other things below it because I feel like they A, don't belong on this list. Okay. Or B, aren't really a problem. Okay. Because, yes, it isn't scary, but yeah, you are trapped there forever. Like, that's it. It's your end game. Like, there's no way out. Right. Right? Like, there's a little bit of finality to it. Um, so six is, um, the shrunken head. I didn't Ooh. know there was a part two. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. We should we do a part two. We haven't that one either. We have to. I haven't really gotten into many of the part twos, but yes. Oh, and back, going back to House of No Return, that is another one that was part of Give Yourself, um, Tales to Give You Goosebumps. So it's a very short oh, story. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why there is not much to it because this does, it wasn't a full fleshed out book it was just here's this little story exactly like the beginning of the um batwing hall yes Mm -hmm. it's very similar to that Mm -hmm. okay so shrunken head i'm pulling up the wiki so i have it um okay so while you're doing that i put it's like we never even saw honey i shrunk the kids um Mm -hmm. and here's my deal like during that clip at the end, the kid tells them that his aunt can turn them all back to normal size when she visits him on his 16th birthday, right? Yes. So there's mm-hmm. there's an end game here. This this problem has a solution. Um and if this kid is like 12, I mean that's only 4 years, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. about Four years of not having a job and just hanging out and four years of like being tiny and like building a way out of the aquarium and wreaking havoc on the house. And like, this is more like the start of an adorable children's book um, than a horrible fate. (laughs) I mean, y'all just hang out. Like, work on your novel. This is a four-year vacation. Um, <laughs> if this kid, like, drops a phone in there, they could be TikTok stars. Like, I, 
I just don't see why this is a problem. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm I moved that one down to number six. That one dropped far. I yeah, uh, it is number six. Uh well, it's number oh, six for me too. Then a number. Okay, so it's date at number six. Then date at number six for me. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not so bad. You can just chill out, right? Yeah. Well, because there's an end. Like you have hope. Like you, mm-hmm. it'd be different if it was like, well, this is my fate now, and I have to adjust and all the things. But it's like, oh no, you know, we can change you back. You just have to wait four years. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be over here. It's not like, really. It's, yeah, not that big. I'm a trying deal. to find more info about it, but it's not cooperating. Okay. Well, yes, but- one of the things the guy said it was like, can you imagine like having to like depend on a kid to feed you and like what if yeah. he forgets about you're you you're gonna get like gummy bears or something <laughs> right like to eat <laughs> but also there's three adults or like two adults and a kid in a fucking aquarium you think they can't get out give me a break like you think they can't yeah. like engineer away with like the things that the kid is stuck in there for it there's no way they're not getting out of that aquarium. They will get out. Okay. Uh, number five is be careful what you wish for. That one was the Ugh. statue. Oh, yes. I have much to say about the statue. Did that happen in the book? Because I thought she got turned into I a I am bird. trying to remember. I want to say I'm, I'm double checking right now because I feel like there is a big difference here. And I'm trying. Yes. Is, isn't so, that the one where she called ending, her bird? Yes. She was supposed to fly away. Right. Right. So. <clears throat> um, do, 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 do. Yeah. So Judith's first wish from Clarissa is for Samantha to fly away. When she's turned into a crow and lives a life as a bird. But it's instead she becomes a statue. So that's a big change. That's a big change. Yeah, it really is. And I thought so. I thought so. And I was like, yeah, this is different. So on one hand, you get to become a bird. On the other hand, you're a statue. I would take bird over statue. Right. Well, so – Andrew makes a really good point here, um, and it, I think it all kind of hinges on this. So we don't know if she's conscious, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That makes, like, all the difference in the world. Like, on, totally. on one hand, mm-hmm. if she's not, um, then it kind of goes right along with the, like, the cuckoo clock thing. Uh, you know, then it doesn't really yeah. belong on this list. Like, if she just simply doesn't right. exist anymore, she can't be tortured. It can't she's be a statue. Thing. Right. Right. Exactly. You don't know uh, what happened to you. You blipped out of the earth, right? You're like, boop. So, yeah. right. Because because in a way, like, the brutality only exists when the victim is aware. Okay? So, as we have already talked about this, like, let's assume that she is aware. Okay? For for the scenario, for the, the purposes of this list, let's just say she's alive in there. She's mm-hmm. trapped in there. She's smiling. And now she's made of stone, right? Because she's been made of concrete, but somehow she's aware. And she has no need for food or water. And in that vein, she will never die. 
And we can assume that if she's broken into pieces, that she'd still exist inside those pieces forever because she's still stone. Yeah. So what this means is that she's going to grow slowly more insane from being frozen in place and also from boredom, but she'll also have the ability to watch people around her. She'll be able to observe, to think, to meditate, which might eventually elevate her mind to a place where she could like tap into like a tele- like a telekinesis or like a mind mm-hmm. communication or like even astral projection um, <laughs> where she's been like given kind of this like very hard gift. Right. So in sort of a way, this could end up like this could result in like immortality and godlike powers. Yeah, that is true. The time is a factor. Like, the feeling of being frozen in place. I'm I'm very conflicted about where to put this. Yeah, me too. I mean, I... I don't... This one, to be fair, is almost like... It's almost completely different from the book. Like... All the wishes are different. There's no crystal ball. Like it's totally different vibes. Like this, the the show version. Like the ascent, it's the same, but you know, different, right? But no, it's really not because like the lady wasn't scary at all. She was just kind of like no, she wasn't scary, but yeah, she's goofy. Mm -hmm. But so it's kind of funny to me how they change so much, you know? But right, yeah. I mean. If I had to choose between being a bird and being a statue, I guess I would choose being a bird. At least I could fly and, like, do things and, you know, see how long I could last. Being a statue, you're gone, right? Um, But I agree. If you're not conscious, if you're not conscious, it doesn't really belong on the list because you're not there to experience this fate. You're not – you don't exist. You don't exist. Everyone that saw you into a statue would know you existed, which is kind of weird. Like your parents are like, my child, you know, turned into a statue. But But if you are conscious in there, it's it moves to number one for me. Yeah. Oh, totes. If you're conscious, if you're conscious, I can't say that word. If you're conscious Uh and you're like aware of what happened to you and you know everything and you hear everything. Oh, yeah. That's that's way worse. I mean, jumping ahead to number one, that's sort of what happens when he becomes the dummy. Right. He's in there. He's just now a dummy, which is pretty horrifying and terrible. Um, so it's similar to that. But yeah, I don't know. I like the bird ending better. I wish I they had too. stuck to the bird. Yeah, same. They should have stuck to the bird. <clears throat> All right. So number four was Let's Get Invisible, where you have the mirror clone. I do want to read right. this one, too, so I don't want to give too much away, but it, everyone's read it. But. <laughs> Right. Well, but the clip does. The clip basically summarizes that. Like, there's an evil clone and that kind of thing. Um, But again, Andrew, like, this trapped in the void shit. Um, So here's here's the difference for me. He says, spend eternity in this mirror place. Okay, so this is like a trans-dimensional thing, right? Yeah. Um, are friends, are there friends in the mirror with him? 
Like, I guess you don't have to eat because this is an alternate dimension <laughs> and maybe physics don't apply. Yeah. Because we're talking mm-hmm. about like a turn. So, so like, so there's that. I don't think you age either. Um, Probably not. So my questions are, can you explore the mirror dimension? Is there probable other portals in and out? Like, it comes back to, I think our boy Andrew's real afraid of being bored because... Yeah. That's what this boils down to, okay? You're not... But also, it's having that evil clone of yourself out in the world. Like, you are right. trapped somewhere, and you you know that this shit version of yourself is out, <laughs> like, wreaking, potentially right. wreaking havoc, right? And ruining your good name, because they're like, this isn't Christy. You're just like, such a jerk now, you know? And you're like, I'm not a jerk. I'm trapped. <laughs> well, but so I also- think that's... Yeah. That's Physically, the you, for me. you are okay. Like, you're not starving. Yeah. You can move, right? Mm. We're not frozen mm-hmm. in a statue. Uh, but will you be bored? Maybe. Can you look out the mirror? I guess. The, 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 the biggest threat to you is that mirrors are breakable. Mm-hmm. So then it goes into that whole thing of like, okay, well, if the mirror breaks, are you released? Do you just not exist? Do you travel to some other dimension? Like, yeah, there's a lot of questions left. A lot of questions, a lot of, but there's a lot of possible loopholes too. Like, I feel like, yeah, this is one that you might be able to get out of, right? And Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's present Mm -hmm. with a lot of the other ones. Um, so this one for me moved to, um, number two. I put it at two. Number two. Yeah, because you're still so trapped we, in the void. So we still moved, trapped in the void. We moved that one. We took that that replaced shocker on Shock Street. That's a shocker to me. Ha ha ha. All right. So the next one is another one that comes from Tales to give you goosebumps. He was he, this, this was his jam. I don't know, <laughs> but this was awesome. Ants, um, right? The funny thing is, most of these now that I'm looking at where they are when they were released, is a lot of these came from season three of the show, which is to me not the best season. So it's interesting because these are not the OG episodes. A lot of these come from season three, so it's interesting that that's where we're. Do you at. think they were but trying anyway. to do something different or? Maybe. Maybe you're doing you're not doing the norms right, you know. Um, but yeah, so okay. this one was the ants. Awesome ants. I See, hate I, ants. <laughs> yeah, I don't like ants either. But I, I saw this as more of like the beginning to like some kind of kick ass, like teen sci fi story. Right? Where there's like a potential yeah. for escape and like to form an underground army and like <laughs> go in so many directions. And while while don't get me wrong, it would be terrifying um to for for that to be a reality for for if you knew another reality. But this is another one that I feel like doesn't go on the list. Because this would suck, but the thing that they kind of glaze over is that this kid had a dream where this wasn't the reality, but was, like this right. mm-hmm. with him being a pet of these ants, that is his reality. Um, yeah. 
you know, and it's like, yeah, you're a pet. They don't have like a ton of food. I think they don't always get fed enough, but like, you know, there's no jobs. Like, again, do you get Netflix? Is there booze? Like, <laughs> well, no, you- they have the blue. They don't show it, I think, in the clip, but basically, like, you have the ant food everywhere. Like, everything you have is these blue pellets, which is the ant food. Yeah, but even so. then, like, you may dream of a different life, but this is your normal. So, like, wouldn't you right. be used to it? Like, would it be that terrifying for you? Yeah. I just didn't like this one because I wouldn't want to have, like, giant ants because I hate ants. So I think where it sits at number three was good for me because I'm like, I wouldn't want to be an ant's pet. I don't want giant bugs in my space. I don't want any of that. Yeah, I left it at three as well because for the bug reason. But but also, like, I felt like it was out of place in this list because if you really think about it, it's it would be horrifying Is for us, but it should be his, no. his normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a fate worse than death. You're still living. Your family's there. You know, you're just right. an ant's pet. <laughs> right. All right. So number, so number two, two was, was Shotgun Shock Street. Woo! We love Shotgun Shock Street. Yes. And is this another different ending? No, they were robots. Yeah, but didn't the book just end with them being shut down? Because in the clip, they kind of came back and were like, we don't want to be shut down. Oh, I feel like they came back. I feel like they came back. Something They did? Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I have to go back and look. I bet. Um, but now is where we have our discussion about AI and ethics, right? <laughs> because so much of this hinges on what you believe constitutes sentience and like being alive, right? Um, I don't know. Did you see this summer? They, the, the Google guy that got fired. Did you see this? I saw him talk on Bloomberg about it. Um, Blake. A little bit. I saw like some bleak, some, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw like, you know, little articles and things. <clears throat> this dude, so this dude, his name is Blake. I think it's Lemonade, Lemononi. I don't know. He, but he was fired <laughs> over the summer. He was fired from Google after he claimed that the program uh, called Lambda had become Right, sentient. Lambda. Right. So according to this guy, he, his whole job was to have text conversations with this program. Like thousands of exchanges. Like this this guy mm-hmm. was to sit down and speak to this computer program. And after that time, he decided and was very public about the fact that he thought that this program was actually forming its own thoughts and had a conversation style that was outside of its original programming. Right? So this raised a ton of questions about how, if it's possible, and given the level of control and connectability of many programs around the world, how should we treat and converse with AI? Like, maybe we could should consider its wants 
before asking it to perform a task, given its ability mm-hmm. to become self-aware. Like, while this is something that is, like, maybe not quite for real, but is certainly maybe on the horizon, we're closer to it than we probably ever have been, sort of a thing, um, is something to think about. However... When this book was written, it wasn't even a possibility. It was absolute sci-fi, right? Yeah. So in my mind, these were not sentient beings and therefore are not self-aware and cannot be victims of any kind. They don't belong (laughs) on this list. Okay. I don't know. It still bothers me. Because it's like that she thinks that's her dad and like all that stuff. There's a lot of emotion to it. So it still feels like it seems pretty bad to wake up and find out that you're a robot. When you but think you, that you're like alive and well. Do you feel bad because you don't have feelings? I don't know. I mean, they – and you and you were right. They do not – um, they do get turned back on at the ending of the book, but they do not go and like say, I deserve to live like they do in the episode. So they did extend that a bit. Um, right. Basically, they just get rebooted in the book, you know. Right. That's in what I thought. One, That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. In the show, they show a little more feeling because they're like, no, I deserve to live and I'm going to gang up on you, you know. And maybe that's a different like elevation. And, and it's okay, mm-hmm. like, but I think that's my question. Like, are we suggesting that this is a very, like, AI scenario where they actually have developed thoughts and feelings and memories that are not related to yeah. their circuitry? Because I don't feel bad for my toaster. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that my toaster thought that it was a corgi, but it's not a corgi. It's a toaster. And and I'm still going to use it to make toast. Like, I just feel like this doesn't, it feels out of place to me. Like, I feel like it doesn't belong. Yeah. I don't know. I like it where it is. I put it back at number 10. Wow. Even over the dumb one. Like, even over that, wow. Wow. It did. did. You have no feelings for these. No feelings. I'm sorry. I'll be the first to be executed. Like, they'll they'll find this episode and then they'll come for me. Remember what I said, robot. (laughs) I cared for you. (laughs) Did. All right, number one. So, their number one was Night of the Living Dummy 3. Okay, so what you explained to me in the synopsis is different than what I saw in the clip. Because in the clip, yes, he was turned into a dummy, but at the end, he was turned back into a person, and it was more of a possession scenario. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're right. So are we talking specifically about his fate as a dummy, which wasn't actually his fate, it was only a temporary circumstance, or his fate as being possessed? I mean, I took it as being turned into a dummy, right? That's how I took it. That's your fate. But it's not your fate because he escapes it. Yeah, they resolved it. So I thought it was more about him becoming possessed. Maybe. Um, I'd be more terrified of being turned into a dummy 
then thousand percent. Yes, yes. If that's the case. If we're talking about the dummy part of it. Then yes, it belongs where it is. If we're talking about the possession part that they left you with, I don't understand. Um, because why would this be number one if we're talking just about possession? Because like, okay, yes, he was turning into dummy. That's all the same fears that come with being frozen in the statue, right? Yeah. So, how, mm-hmm. however, like you are a little bit more mobile as the dummy, so you could interact with people more than you could as a statue. But he was changed back. So, like, I know we haven't covered this one, and I know everybody's going to come for me. I've said this before. I don't understand the slappy obsession. Am I entertained? Yes. Um, do, do dolls scare me? No. Um, but I, I just don't understand how like this kid's final form, it's hard to place at number one. Um, yeah, I think this is more of a nod to the character and the popularity of the character. Um, Mm -hmm. but as far as like the most brutal, He's getting into a car like. Yeah. I, I I don't know. And doesn't he like turn his head or something like something happens? He does. Like, he like he turns his head all the way around. Li- yeah. But like mm-hmm. this problem has a solution. Like we know how this goes. Find an old priest and a young priest and sort this shit out. Like. <laughs> the best part of this episode is that Hayden Christensen is the dummy, is the little boy. That is the oh, best part. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I always thought he was yes. cute. He's Zane. So the cousin. Yeah. He's Super cousin cute. Zane is Hayden Christensen. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the I, best part. Mm-hmm. So to break down my order in total. Yes. I got what is your number, number one? Okay. The, as the most, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Work backwards. Okay. So the number one yeah. I have is Frozen in the Statue. It's the immortality, okay. it's the immobility, it's the intense mind development or insanity that does it for me. Number two, trapped in the mirror. Okay, trapped in a dimension would be boring mm-hmm. and awful forever, but there is a possibility for escape. If there's one portal in, there's definitely probably a secondary portal. We could find it. Right? Get off your ass. Uh-huh. Number three, <laughs> ruled by ants. Okay, this is terrifying, but if this was your norm, it wouldn't be as bad as your dream self would think that it was. Right? Right. Okay. Number four, given to ghost. Even though this is a life sentence, which it truly is a fate and belongs on this list, as long as there's Netflix and DoorDash, you'd just be really bored. Um, Number five. Again, this is the, the dummy. This is where I put the dummy. Again, possessed, question mark. Sort this out. This has a solution. Um, Number six, shrunken for four years. Okay, seriously, it's a four-year vacation, right? (laughs) Not really a problem. Number seven, again, this is placed here based on the fact that this is a death sentence and does not belong in a list about fate. Um, Because you turn into a 12-year-old rabbit, it's probably going to die at any time. Number eight, that's where I put click and it's only at this position because it is a death sentence and it does not belong on this mm-hmm. list. However, if this were a most brutal death, this would be number one. 
starving yeah. to death and dying of dehydration is truly a horrible fate. Yeah. Um, number nine, cuckoo clock shouldn't be on the list. If you have no experience of being alive, then you cannot experience not existing. Doesn't make That's sense. True. Mm-hmm. Number 10, it's the robots thing for me. No feelings, no fate. I don't feel bad for you. Go make some toast. <laughs> I love it. I like your list. I right? think you have a very fair list. And there's one thing that came out of this that I found myself coming back to over and over again. And it's something that we should probably discuss um, as probably a way to wrap this up. Uh, good, a good note to end on, unless you have a, yes. a different note that you would like to end on. Nope. Okay. You um, take it. So there's two things that I want to say. Uh, number one, do you feel like that there's anything in your book experience with Goosebumps that should have made this list that didn't? Gosh. I, didn't I don't have that. any, but your knowledge of Goosebumps is much more vast than mine. You know, it's so much of it is more experiences than like, this is your fate forever. You know, it's like, would I want to experience what Carly Beth experienced? No. Would I have wanted to go to freaking Camp Jelly Jam and have that gross thing? No. Like, those things are worse to me, but they're not your fate, right? You're not stuck like that. I mean, the one that kind of comes to mind is maybe the ghost next door because she I was thought about burned. that one too. Yeah. Like that's legit. Like that to me is horrible, you know? And the boy, her friend is stuck with the realization forever that he has this like dead friend. Right. You know, like that. Well, doesn't she burn me, a number of me- times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me was up there, you know? Um, so there, yeah, there, that one to me was the one that came to mind the most. That one always sticks with me. I'm sure there's ones that I'm missing, but a lot of it is just experience. It's like you ex- they experience something, but it doesn't like – it's not lasting. We don't – Okay, so that's like, a that's perfect it. segue into my secondary point that I want to kind of close it on. So mm-hmm. the thing that I kept – as I was trying to think through these scenarios, does brutality only occur when the victim is aware or – does memory play a part too? And let me let me give you an example. So, um, okay, they did uh, Astonishing Legends like covered Terry Lovelace's book. Are you familiar with Terry Lovelace? Mm-mm. Okay, so Terry Lovelace wrote um, Abduction at Devil's Den, and it's his account of um going on this camping trip with his friend on a military base in the seventies and being Mm -hmm. abducted and the things that happened to him uh, while he was on board this like alien craft. And he talks about in one of his experiences, like that these, these beings that he was encountering were doing these physical, horrible experiments on people, but that they were, endlessly annoyed with the screaming and the 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 trauma that was happening because their rationale was that they were going to take those memories away so they didn't understand why those people were being so dramatic about being tortured 
in their mind, it was, you're not going to remember anyway. So it boils down to, does trauma occur if you're A, not aware, or B, don't remember it? Hmm. But is it suppressed? Like, could you go to, like, therapy and get it, like, found again? Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, he talks extensively about, like, what happened after. And, like, the the long process of trying to piece things together and trying to understand things. Because in his account, he's taken a number of times after that. His friend that was out camping with him, like, instantly becomes an alcoholic and, like, his whole life falls apart and his marriage falls apart, like, because he can't process and he can't deal. And I think he ends up dying. Like, um, so, you know, on one level, they feel like if you're not able to experience it, it's like it doesn't happen. So in some of these scenarios, when I was trying to work this out, it's like, okay, well... It's just like the thing with the statue. Are you alive or not? Because if you're not alive in there, do we really care? Mm-hmm. But it's not a different fate. Different things didn't happen to you. It's, it's about your awareness of it. Right. Yeah, because if you don't know, I mean, what you don't know, you don't know. Right? It's just sort of like you don't know. So you can't suffer because you don't know. It's the people around you that suffer. Because if they are aware of your existence and then you don't exist anymore. Well, but like, like in Cuckoo um, Clock, yeah. they didn't know, remember? The parents right. don't remember anybody named Tara. But do the people in Be Careful What You Wish For remember what's your face? Samantha, right? Or no, right. Well, who got it? Judith, whatever. Yeah. They don't – do they know – do they remember her? I mean in the, like- in the show – you see Samantha smiling as she's turning into a statue. So Samantha remembers. So I'm assuming everybody else remembers too. And then they're traumatized by watching this person turn into a statue. You know, but I you think your yourself- perception about it is it matters. Like if you think about like yeah. Dark City, you know, they they would go in and, and change the people every night, but they were totally unaware of it. So is that a mm-hmm. horrible fate for them? Yes. Were they experiencing it as a horrible fate? No. No. You know, or like, it's like the Matrix. Like, do you want to be in or out? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good parallel. It's if you want to be in or out, right? Right? It's the same kind of thing. So I think a lot of the things on this list um, hinge greatly on just... I guess just what your perception of the world is within the rules of like different. So it's hard to compare all those things together. Yeah. And you don't want to be bored. Don't want to be bored, Andrew. (laughs) Andrew is scared to death of being away. Boredom is a scary thing. (laughs) Think about, yeah. I mean, some people were, I mean, look at the pandemic, right? We all had to face immense boredom at times. In that initial, you know, year of quarantine, you know, mostly year of quarantine, right? I mean, for those of us who didn't was, have, didn't get to go right back to work and whatever. And more about the um, – I need stability and control. And I didn't have a lot of stability yeah. mm-hmm. and control. 
yeah. think you could handle the boredom if you knew when the end was and nobody knew when the end was. And that was right. Problem. Nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew. And we're still like we're still in this weird place. Like, yeah, no one's quarantining, but it's still like, when is the end? Never. <laughs> you know? Never. I don't so. think it's ever happening. Yeah. No. Are you going to watch Last of Us? Speaking of like pandemic shows, <laughs> there you go. Um, it's on my like list of things to check out right now. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I've got a very long list of things to check out. Yeah, I've gotten sucked back into telenovelas because I discovered uh, that like my favorite one is on. I couldn't find it because it went off Netflix like a couple of years ago. And oh. it's on YouTube, but there's no subtitles, but I've already seen it before. So I'm watching it without the subtitles. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're learning Spanish as you go. <laughs> I kind of am. Um, That's awesome. But like weird, dramatic Spanish that no one uses ever. Um, you know. It's fine. If you need me to tell it. you that I love you to the depths of my soul, I can certainly do that. But uh, yes. I'm useless in a directional <laughs> situation. Um, but yeah. yeah. So – yeah, so that was that. I mean, I enjoyed this list. I think it was interesting. I do find it interesting that they are mostly in season three. I wonder why that is. Um, I don't the know if writers, that's just what was available when they made the list. I don't know. But that fresh. was – yeah. We'll see. But I enjoyed it and it was yeah. fun to talk about. And I like getting your perspective because yeah. you haven't read them or watched them. So you were coming at it from a whole different mindset, which is interesting. I really was. I was so. like, let's dig into this. Like, <laughs> let me think about it. Probably too much. Yes. I probably put too much you good. You had good thoughts. No, it's good because it is true. I mean, you, 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 these are not necessarily, some of these are not fate. Some of them are, you know, and it's sort of like, right. okay, but yes. Do you, uh, do you know which one you're doing next? Um, that's a good question. Good segue. So, <laughs> I have to get this done in February, friends, because we have to, because I am the worst. So I recently went on like a buying spree because I found things that I wanted and I'm like, oh, okay. So first I bought, thinking we do a Valentine's Day theme, I found Bride of the Living Dummy which as you can probably assume is Slappy Gets a Girlfriend. So it's sort of like Bride of Chucky, I would think. It's a newer right. one, not new new, but it's in the newer Slappy World canon, I believe. Or maybe it's not, I'm sorry. Um, it's newer though. So we're not going old with that one if we chose that one. I finally got my hands on Calling All Creeps, which is one of my favorite favorites from back in the days. That is a great one. Um, and then we also, which I, because I was reading in our group that we just recently followed that you linked me to, that Goosebumps fan group, they were uh-huh. talking about some of their favorite books. And it was one that I don't remember reading ever at all, which was called The Haunted School. And I am sure I did, but I have no recollection of it. So I found a copy of that one that wasn't too expensive and picked that one up as well, so I have those three that I am not sure I could put a poll up yeah. in the group and see if people respond to it. So Haunted School came out in 97, so I definitely would have read it, but I just don't recall it. 
Calling All Creeps is one of my favorites. That was 96. And then, let's see. Bride of the Living Dummy. <laughs> is... 1998? Really? Huh. I buy that. Yeah. Because I bet it's... No, but it was Goosebumps Series 2000. Huh. That doesn't seem right. I don't know. Anyway. But um, those are the three I've got. I could put a poll up or we just go with the the quote-unquote love one, which is Bride of the Living Dummy. But um, that... I could put a poll up and see what they say. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be haunted school because that one's a popular one. But we can always put a poll up and see what happens. So those are the three I have. I have to start it like ASAP. But um, because when did we say we're recording? The end of the month or something, or first week of February, something like that. I don't think we Um, have the next. Do we have the next one already in the books? No, we did because we talked about it on text. Yeah, but um. I feel huh. like we did because yes, I'm sure we do. I'm away from the big calendar where I write everything down. I can scroll up in our conversation and see. I'm gonna find it. The second we were right, so yeah, first week of February. So I have to get my butt in gear on it soon. But if I leave the poll up for the week, rest of the week, see what I get, and then yeah, that should be yeah. yeah I'll make the poll tonight and see. Sweet. That way I could just start it this weekend because I have nothing to do this weekend. So my hope is to start it this weekend and get a good headway on it. Well, yeah, if you're listening so to this, it'll be after the fact, probably. So I know. that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how podcasting works, my friends. Um, so if we're it's looking for a, <laughs> a Valentine's Day release, I'll try to to time the release of these other two. No one cares. Yeah. Um, we're still recording. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we can, can we cut this? <laughs> oh, speaking okay. of the Facebook club, as a sign-off, our Facebook club, Facebook group, <laughs> as a sign-off, um, get in there. Like, we were poised for the wave of people, and 12 came. And I know, we're sad. <laughs> Like, oh, man, this is its like being picked last at kickball. Get in there. I know. We want to talk to you. Come in and talk to us about stuff that is, you know, appropriate and um, <laughs> stuff. I know. Not even many of our followers of the fa- the page came over. No, so. there's like 12. Like, you guys, come hang out with us. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and you can post there. Like, anything, horror, books, snacks related. Anything. Go for it. You just want to talk about food. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm all about it. I think I made a Pop-Tart post today. You did. You did. You have to share that one you posted about the store in Indiana or wherever into the group. I, I tried. I'm going to do it page. again. Yeah, I accidentally did it on the yeah. page. Yeah. I'll post – I will post a link to the poll in the group in the – it's like ridiculous, yes, but I will. I, I will do that. join to vote. <laughs> Yes, you have to join to vote, which you won't care about because this came after. <laughs> after. All right, we're on this. We're going to go to bed. you from the future. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>